What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. It's award season, baby. It's Golden Globe nomination time. Yeah. So uh, I completely spaced on the Golden Globes. I was spaced on most awards uh, just because, you know, pandemic didn't think they'd be doing award ceremonies and shit. I figured it would fly under the radar. Yeah. Golden Globe nominees came out today. I completely revitalized my excitement. More so for the Oscars, not really for the Golden Globes. I'm not a big Golden Globes guy. Yeah. Uh, basically because it's just the Hollywood foreign press jerking themselves off being like, we liked this movie. Well, that's a lot of Academy but, oh, awards. No. no, the Hollywood foreign press, that's literally what they do. Oh. Yeah. It's in a circle? I got into it with my boss today because he was like, well, isn't that the Oscars? And I was like, no, that's 8,500 people jerking themselves. This is 90 people. <laughs> like, I mean, like, our opinion is best. Like, with the Academy, it's like producers, directors, all this shit. Like, I literally, I, you know how, like, I randomly fall down these rabbit holes of learning shit? Yeah, you ran, you fell down a rabbit hole of learning about Margaret Thatcher. I did. Earlier. And so, I did that at work today, but with the Hollywood Foreign Press. I got confused, literally, on just how you have to join them. How do you do that? Don't want to get into it. Cool. It doesn't make sense. It's very confusing. This is literally their award show where they've been reported to have taken bribes for winners. Like, like it's yeah. not, it's, it, it's, it's like the Oscars in that it, it doesn't mean everything, but it's not as prestigious as the Oscars because the Oscars still mean something. A Golden Globe is a doorstop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, but the, but. It's like a daytime, daytime Emmy. But they announced the nominees. Got me excited for award season. Yeah. I look over, I'm in the middle of editing. I hear somebody slowly come down the stairs and I turn around and I'm like, Hey Jake, what's up? You stand at the bottom of the stairs just staring at me. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, so we got to talk about the Golden Globes like tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, it's fresh. I want to talk about it. We literally don't have many other... We don't have any other topics, really. Not really. Yeah. I could pull some out of my ass, but nah, not really. No, nah, because there's a lot of categories. And my game plan is I'm literally running up the list, but from bottom to top. So, like, the big ones, we're not going to get to till the end. And I think that's smart of me because that <laughs> means that, like, it'll keep excitement going. Good job, Jim. Um, and uh, for those curious about how to join, what is it? The, the Golden Globe... Press. Hollywood Foreign Press. Hollywood Foreign Here. Press. Jake will be making a one-hour in-depth video on how to join them, since he doesn't want to get into it right now. You should just make videos on the shit that you get into rabbit holes about. Yeah, so here. <laughs> Ready? Here's the first bit. In order to be considered for membership at the HFPA, you must work for a foreign publication, but be based in Southern California. So work remotely for a foreign publication... In Southern California. In Southern California. You have to be in Southern California. Like you have to have a living space? Yep. You must publish at least four articles in foreign publication within the year preceding your application. And you have to provide proof, proof of payment for these articles and a letter of appointment as a Hollywood correspondent from a foreign publication of recognized standing published outside the United States. And you got to pay 500 bucks. That's stupid. It means that, like, let's say, you know, fucking James, who gives a shit, writes. He's an important writer. Lives in, you know, South Central LA, writes science articles for whatever Rio de Janeiro's science, like, sect is. Ma magazine. Yeah. yeah. 
and let's say he writes four articles for that in a year, mm-hmm. he can apply to be part of the HFPA. And he'll probably get it. And then these people go, I like that movie this year. But that's how it, it also sounds like, hey, we're a bunch of diverse local people. Yeah, it's weird. That's it. And it's, it doesn't make sense. And it's confusing. And they really don't matter. But they announced the nominee. They announced the nominee. <laughs> so I like to act like they matter for this moment. Because, I mean, it is interesting. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's and fun. a lot of people care. Uh, best performance. The first category that I'm going to go over is best performance by an actor in a television supporting role. Mm-hmm. The nominees are John Boyega for Small Axe, Brendan Gleeson for The Comey Rule, Daniel Levy or Levy for Schitt's Creek, All right. Jim Parsons for Hollywood, and Donald Sutherland for The Undoing. And I think it's going to be Schitt's Creek. I think it's going to be Daniel Levy. Just because everybody loves Shit's Creek. Everybody loves Shit's Everybody Creek. Everybody loves Shit's Creek. And with other like awards ceremonies, it isn't about if everybody loves it, but with this one, it really is. It really, yeah. So I think that Shit's Creek will win. I would like to see John Boyega win, but I don't think he will. What was he in? It was uh, Small Axe. He was in Red, White, and Blue, episode three of ah. Steve McQueen's Small Axe. Cool. Oh, uh, that's a Steve McQueen thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then there is best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Brian Cranston for Your Honor. Okay. Jeff Daniels for The Comey Rule. Hugh Grant for The Undoing. Ethan Hawke for The Good Lord Bird. Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. Honestly, I haven't seen any of these. I haven't either. I just like Ethan Hawke. I am. <laughs> uh, I'm bummed. That Hugh Jackman isn't nominated. What was he in? He was in Bad Education, which was an HBO movie. Hmm. Uh, so maybe that's in a different category. But Well, when I you was, said Hugh, I thought it was going to be Jackman. Well, so maybe he's in a different category. I don't think he is because I know that Your Honor the, and the Comey Rule are Showtime. I know that The Undoing and I Know This Much Is True are HBO. So that bums me out a little. I don't know who's going to win. I haven't seen anything else in that category. Mm. Uh, Then there is best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Okay. Uh, Don Cheadle for Black Monday. Nicholas Holt for The Great. Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. And Rami Youssef for Rami. Did you see Ted Lasso? Yeah. Was it good? It's fun. Okay. Uh, Again, I think it's Schitt's Creek. But I'd love to see Rami Yusuf win. Yeah. That I've shows. never enjoyed Don Cheadle too much. What? Not a lot. Dude, Don Cheadle's the shit. Like in what? Hotel Man? Rwanda? Oh, fuck. He was in... Ro- oh, yeah. He was yeah. Paul Recessa Cabina? That's in right. In Hotel Rwanda? Uh, the Oceans trilogy he's in? Uh, eh, I'm just not a fan of Don Cheadle, I don't think. Oh, that's... Dude, I love Don I Cheadle. Know. Maybe it's his face. <laughs> uh, he has a sad face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, seems sad, but he's not. He's yeah, living I the dream. Him. I love Don <laughs> Uh But then the next category, best performance by an actor in a television series, drama. Okay. The drama. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Josh O'Connor for The Crown. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Al Pacino for Hunters. And Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. 
I think it might be Bob Odenkirk in that. See, I wanted to go to Jason Bateman really bad. For what was it? Ozark. Again? For Ozark? Love Ozark. Ozark's a great show, too. Love Ozark. Yeah, I think it'd be between Jason Bateman and um, yeah, Ted, uh, for sure. Bob Odenkirk. Uh, yeah. Although I am happy to see Matthew Reese there because Perry Mason was awesome. Matthew Reese. I'm hold on. I gotta look up his face. Go for it. I don't remember his face for some reason. But uh Reese, Matthew Reese. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Why do I know him? I don't fucking know. Why do I know him? Oh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's gotcha. why. So then there's best performance by an actress in a television supporting role. Okay. Uh Jillian Anderson for the crown. Was that good? I haven't seen it. Cool. My dad's seen it. My aunt and uncle have seen it. My mom's seen it. Everybody that I've, everybody that I know that's seen it is like, it's really good. I just haven't. I've heard the Auntie Donna joke about the box set of The Crown. Yeah, but that's it. I keep meaning. <laughs> I genuinely, I keep meaning to watch it, and I just, um, what's the word? Haven't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown. Okay. Julia Garner for Ozark. Uh. I mean to watch Ozark for so long. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, gold. Oh, fucking watch it. It's so good. Uh, I accidentally hit something. There it is. Julia <laughs> Garner for Ozark. Uh, Annie Murphy for Schitt's Creek. Cynthia Nixon for Ratchet. I think it might actually be Ozark on this one. Julia Garner, I think, won last year, too. She's so good. Because in she's Mark Foster's wife. Foster the People, the yeah. lead singer. That's his wife. And I remember him posting about it. So I wouldn't be surprised if we went to her again. I mean, she's so good in she's it, She's very too. good. Yeah. Uh, but then, best performance by an actress in a limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, Daisy Edgar-Jones for Normal People, Shira Haas for Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman for The Undoing, and Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, and I'm pretty fucking confident that it's going to go to Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, that was a really good... Huge hit. That was a really good... It was great. Hit. Yeah. Uh, she was great in it. As much as I like Kate Blanchett, and I remember watching Miss America for a second, and I liked her character. Yeah. Yeah, The Crown was gigantic. It yeah, blew the, up. Well, The Queen's Gambit... Or not The, the yeah. Crown. The Queen's Gambit the was Queen's huge. The Queen's Gambit was huge. Sorry, it's all about and crowns. And she was the best part of it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm pretty confident it'll go to her. Uh, best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Lily Collins for Emily in Paris. Okay. Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco? Whatever. Yeah. For The Flight Attendant. I don't think it's going to go to her. Elle Fanning for The Great. Jane Levy for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. And I think it's going to go to Catherine O'Hara. You don't think it's going to go to Elle Fanning? You don't think The Great is in the run in there? Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I think the greats. Great. I think Al Fanning might be in the running there. She is uh, Cuomo. No, I don't think it's gonna go to her at all. Cuoco, yeah, yeah. She not only, I don't think she's a very good actress, but on top of that, she was in like some like social media shit. Yeah. this year I believe. Well, I've heard she's good in the show. I haven't watched the show. I need to watch. The show. My friend told me to watch the show, and I just haven't yet. I just don't like her as an actress. Yeah, I get that. Genuinely, I, I think it's Catherine O'Hara's. I think Ellie Fanning. All right, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Uh, best performance by an actress in a television series for drama. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Okay. Judy Comer for Killing Eve. That's a good show. Emma Corrin for The Crown. <laughs> Laura Linney for Ozark. 
Sarah Paulson for Ratchet. Uh, people love Sarah Paulson. They do, but everybody loves The Crown. I mean, right now it's got like yeah. seven nominations. Ratchet was like, it had so much buzz when it came out and then it died off. So I don't think it's going to be Sarah Paulson. Oh, I don't Paulson. think it'll be Ratchet. No. Uh, I think it's going to be Coleman. I think it's going to be Olivia Coleman. Yeah. For The Crown. The Crown's just going to be winning awards. Dude, it's got so many nominations right now. That's crazy. Ugh. Is it that good? Like, I'm going to have to watch it. I'll have to watch a couple episodes. Uh, best limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. Normal People, The Queen's Gambit, Small Axe, The Undoing, and Unorthodox. I think The Queen's Gambit. It should be Small Axe. It should be. It will be probably The Queen's Gambit. But yeah. It should be Small Axe, hands down, bar none. For... Not only because of small acts, but because of how many things Steve McQueen did. Dude, he made five movies. He made five at once, released them all, worked his ass off on it, and they're beautiful. I was just saying, four of them are great. Yeah. One of them, meh. But four of them. Yo, you hit four out of five? That's amazing. That's awesome. That's a great average. That's a B. That's a B. It's great. (laughs) And and the fifth one isn't bad. Like, the fifth one's still good. It's just very, it's, it's very clearly not as good. You know how many people work their ass off just to get like a short film that's half yeah. good, half so, baked out? Me. But, I worked that hard. <laughs> and Steve McQueen just shits out five fantastic Steve, movies. Steve McQueen's an amazing director. Yeah, but, so, so it should be small acts. It acts. should be small acts. It won't be. If it is, I'll be surprised. Best television series, musical or comedy. Uh, nominations are Emily in Paris, Flight Attendant, The Great. Shits Creek and Ted Lasso. Oh, uh, it's probably gonna be Shits Creek. It's gonna be Shits Creek. Yeah. I'm surprised that Emily in Paris and Ted Lasso are on there. I'm surprised that Ted Lasso's on there too. See, I'm surprised Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris wasn't great. I haven't even heard of it, honestly. It was on Netflix. It was hot for two weeks. I don't even remember. It's about a girl named Emily in yeah. Paris. That's it. <laughs> like, although I think the great is honestly pretty great. Not oh, I've to, heard. I've heard be, great. Th- I've, not to be cliche. I've heard great things about the great. Yeah, I just haven't watched it. I'm, I also I'm, just love the Fanning family in general. But I think it's. I think it's Shit's Creeks to take. Yeah, uh, of course. Everybody loves Shit's Creek so much. It's a popular favorite. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, it's going to Shit's Creek. Uh, best television series drama. The Crown. <laughs> You're just tired of saying. I'm tired crown. of saying it. Dude. I don't. I don't want to hear it either. So what's uh, what's this category? Sorry. Television series drama. Nah. Uh, Can't the, all go to the crown. The crown. Lovecraft Country. Ooh. The Mandalorian. Oh really? Yeah. Ozark and Ratchet. It's uh, not Ratchet. I want it to be Ozark. I think Ozark is probably. I hope it's Ozark. I'm happy that Lovecraft Country and Mandalorian are nominated though. Those are great movies. Honestly, I think it would go Ozark. In this running, what I think is going to get it, I think it's going to go Ozark the Crown. I don't know Lovecraft Lovecraft very Country well. was great. It Lovecraft was? Lovecraft Country was really good. It's probably going to come above Mandalorian then, and I think it would go Ratchet after that. As I'm, much as I love the Mandalorian. I'm surprised that Ratchet is there, but not in the way that I'm surprised Lovecraft Country and Mandalorian. I'm surprised that it's there because, like, why is it there? Yeah. It wasn't great. <laughs> I just think that as much as I love the Mandalorian, and I love the Mandalorian, uh... It's very much for Star Wars people. If you're not a Star Wars person, it won't reach to you. Yeah. So um, I get that. So now we get into a category that the Golden Globes got into some hot water with. Oh? Yeah, their foreign language nomination. Yeah. Best motion picture. Two of them are U.S., aren't they? One of them is U.S. and also one of 
like the best movies of the year. Isn't it Miari? Minari, yeah. Minari. So the nominations are Another Round, mm-hmm. La Lorna, The Life Ahead, Minari, and Two of Us. Now, for people that don't know, because you don't need to know and you wouldn't have known, it didn't really make a lot of news, Minari is an American-made movie. What, la- what language is it in? It, it's about a Korean family or Korean Southeast Asian family who move to a farm in the U.S. and start and, and live there. It's just about them starting this new life in America. It's about a family pursuing the American dream. It was made in America. Who wrote and directed it, though? Uh... Well, no, it's not. They got into f- trouble for this. Like, it was a bit of a hot topic for a minute. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it's not, it's not a foreign film. No, it's not. It's an American film. Because uh, I remember one, I forget which one, but it was France and U.S. produced. Lee Isaac this... Chung. Okay. So it's, it. it's somebody that's not just like a white dude he grew in America. Up, it, he grew up on a small farm in rural Arkansas and attended Yale. He is a first-generation American making a semi-autobiographical movie about a Korean family who starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. Oh, that makes me less mad, but also at the same time... uh, It's not a foreign film. No, it's not. At all. Uh, It's arguably... The most American yeah, film. Yeah, it's an American film. Yeah, it's it's the definition of America, which is come to America and make a life for yourself. It's the American dream on a film. <laughs> and they went foreign film because a majority of the lines spoken by the family are South Korean, which people said, okay, then foreign film. But it's not. No, it's not because a majority of the lines spoken in Inglorious Bastards, you know, that Quentin Tarantino movie? Yeah. Aren't English. Yeah. And that was nominated for best like movie. Not foreign film. This is where a lot of the award ceremonies get into trouble where they kind of pigeonhole a lot of stuff because of oh, the yeah. language. Golden Globes has done this before. Like, they get into trouble with this almost every fucking year. Uh, because there's only 90 people and they're all probably yes men. Yes. But I hope it goes to Minari because it deserves the recognition. But not in that field. But if Minari wasn't in this category, it should go to another round, which was a great movie. It's about a group of guys, all in their 40s, okay, who test out a theory that if your blood alcohol, if your BAC yeah. is at 0.05%, yeah. so you're drunk, yeah, but comfortably drunk, yeah. that if your BAC is constantly at that level, you live a happier life. Is this a fictional movie? Yep. It's a tragic comedy. It is awesome. Ah, uh, now I gotta Mads watch Mik- it. Mads Mikkelsen is the oh, star. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen is in He's it. He's fantastic in it. It's oh, great. Fuck. I watched it the other day. It's so good. If Minari wasn't in this category, it's that movie's. But because Minari's in the category, it's probably gonna be Minari. Damn. <sighs> I'm heated. Wow, that's frustrating. Best motion picture animated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving on. The Crude's A New Age. Mm. Onward. Mm. Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolf Walkers. It's probably going to sell. It's going to go to Soul. It's going to go to Soul. And as much as I like Onward, and I really do like Onward, it's going to go to Soul. And it should. Yeah. Because 
Soul is great. Well, actually, I need to see Over the Moon. Have you seen some of the animation style in that? Yeah. It's very colorful. Yeah. yeah. It's very and pretty. And Wolf, Wolfwalkers is immaculate. I haven't seen Wolfwalkers. Wolfwalkers is great. But Soul, like Soul, Soul's Soul. the best animated movie of the year, hands mm-hmm. down. Like, bar none, it's so good. It deserves a so, lot yeah, of recognition. I, I hope it wins. Um, now, now we're back to the categories that I honestly could give a fuck about. <laughs> uh, best original song, motion picture. Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Hmm. Low C, Scene, The Life Ahead. Speak Now, One Night in Miami. Tigress and Tweed, The United States versus Billie Holiday. Here's my thing. Speak Now? Nope. It's going to be Hear My Voice. Here's why. Okay. Here's why. Yep. United States versus Billie Holiday is about how the United States criminalized the singer Billie Holiday. They're not going to pick that. Little too, little too hot topic. For the Golden Globes? Yeah, a little too hot topic for a major award ceremony. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to get in trouble probably for it. One Night in Miami, I don't remember the song. I don't either. Exactly. I remember the ending song, uh, the, Change is Coming. Yeah. Low C scene, I've never heard of. I haven't either. And Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah, that movie's about the killing of Fred Hampton. Now, how can you pick a song from a movie that makes you look like you're culturally aware and want change without seeming like you are extremely culturally aware and want change? You pick the movie about the white guys on trial. Pick the, you pick the safe bet. You pick the safe bet. That's trial what they're going to do. Trial of Chicago 7, hear my voice. As much as that was a good movie. It is a, it, it's a great movie. Yeah. It was really well done. It's, it's just, very relevant to the times, too. Like, it takes place in the 60s, and it could take place today. It's a very relevant movie. That isn't to say it's a bad movie. Well, I mean, the criminal justice system making a fucking mistake yeah. is common. Through and through. Yeah. It, it's a very good movie. It's very relevant. It's also the safe bet. Yeah. They're probably going to go with uh, that. Again, though, I could give a shit. I don't think the category where they're going to make a statement is best original song anyways. People are probably going to not. No one's going to care. I mean, people care. Unless people make a hubbub out yeah. of it, which but might happen. But they won't. Uh, best original score, motion picture. Alexander Duplat, The Dupli. Midnight Sky. Ludwig mm-hmm. Jorensen, Tenet. James Newton Howard, News of the World. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, Mank. Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste, Soul. Oh, Soul. It's going to be Soul. It's going to be Soul. It's going to be Soul. And if I was going to say Soul, Mank. Mank was, was say, good. If it wasn't Soul, it's going to be Mank. Yeah. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross make some of the best film scores of this century. Mank, I, rem- I actually remember that score because I'm, I don't remember scores very well. I remember Tenets because it's, it's very like... Bah, See, but I, I don't remember Tenets. I felt that score was forgettable. Well, it's very... Well, I remember it because it's very much like a Michael Bay, like... Bah, gotcha. Like constant tone, but... I remember Souls. You got to remember Souls. Yeah. And also, um, I remember Manx because it's that old timey, like, yeah. music. And, it brought the whole movie and, together and, and had Trent, a sway with it. And Trent Reznor, who is the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, is a musical genius. Like, Trent Reznor, it's beyond Nine Inch Nails. He's fucking Trent goddamn Reznor. Yeah. He's but a, people don't know him as Trent goddamn Reznor. He did the score for the social network. Yeah, I'm saying... Okay, so what I was saying was he is the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails who is also a musical genius who has made some of the best film scores of the past century. Yeah, I'm just trying to... One is Oscar. Yeah. For the social network. Trent Reznor is awesome. If you, have, if you don't know his work beyond Nine Inch Nails, 
He's criminally underrated. And if you haven't listened to Nine Inch Nails, listen to the first three albums. Yeah, listen accurate. to Nine Inch Nails. Uh, best screenplay for motion picture. Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Yeah. Jack Fincher for Mank. Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7. Florian Zeller and Christopher Hampton for The Father. And Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. It's probably going to go Nomadland. I haven't seen it. I haven't either because nobody's seen it besides the people that have gone to the movie theaters. Well, also festival circuits. And festival circuits. But But I don't think it's going to go to Mank. I don't. Of these, of what I've seen of these. Because you've seen Promising Young Woman. I have. I'm going to say Trial of Chicago 7 because Sorkin is a master. Mm. But I haven't seen Nomadland. And if it went to Nomadland, because I've heard... um, I've just heard raving. I haven't heard a bad thing about it. Yeah. If it goes to Nomadland, I won't be surprised. I won't either. Uh, Nomadland's getting a plethora of So much buzz. It's getting a lot of awards. It's supposed to be amazing. I'm excited to see it. When's it coming out again? Like in... Uh, Soon. February 19th. Oh, damn. That's soon. That's in... That's that's soon. 16 days. Oh, God damn it. That makes me want to wait. Because if I watch that, then I can actually have a top 10 list. (laughs) That makes me want to wait. I'm not gonna. Well, that'll be a 2021. I'm not gonna. But... Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Sasha Baron Cohen... Trial of Chicago 7, mm. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto for The Little Things, Bill Murray for oh, yeah. On the Rocks, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Ah, oh, Leslie Odom Jr. Two people surprised me in this category, and it's Bill Murray and Jared Leto. Have you seen anything about The Little Things? Yeah, I've seen The Little Things. Oh, is it good? No. No? No. I think Jared Leto's character is creepy. Everybody in it does fine. Yeah. But... I've seen a bunch of trailers for it. Yeah. It's everywhere. Everybody in it does fine. It's not great. It's and just, no one's great in it. It's just written poorly? Yeah, it's just not good. I don't yeah. think people cared making it. I just like the look of Jared Leto's character. He looked creepy. Yeah, he's creepy. But... But beyond that, I didn't know anything about it. To... What? To, to have an Oscar-winning actor... Who you've seen give Oscar winning performances. Oscar winning performances. Yeah. Not quite phoning in, but he's not giving it his all. Do you think that was him or the director? I think it was him. Yeah. I don't love Jared Leto. I I don't either. I don't think he's great. He um, kind of seems like he's been burned out on Hollywood well, since he's pretentious. The Joker. He's pretentious as fuck. That too. He just seems like he's kind of been like done after the Joker, yeah. and everybody ripped into him. And instead of taking well, it in stride, he, he whined about it. He he sucked. He did suck. But so the second person that surprises me is Bill Murray. That movie wasn't great. Yeah. That movie wasn't even good. The one with him and, being a dad uh, to his daughter, or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's not great. It wasn't one of uh, Sofia Coppola's best movies. It just felt like it was being Bill Murray. No, nah, not even that. It. I don't know. It just wasn't good. Hmm. You know? So to see those two performances where it's like, I'm sure if I went out and looked, I could find a better person to put here. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. Top of my head. Actor, supporting role. The guy from Sound of Metal. Oh, the the, the yeah. leader of the community? Leader of the community. Yeah. And Chadwick Boseman from Defy Bloods. 
Yeah. Done. Oh, yeah. Just replace Actually. your two with better performances. <laughs> right out the gate, there you go. Hey, Golden Globes, listen up. They were great performances. I'm not saying, you know, nominations are deserved. Congratulations. Good job. Yeah. In my opinion, not really. Who do you think it's going to, though? I think Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah? He was good. He seemed like he was he good was in that good. movie. He was the highlight of that movie. I feel like people are afraid to give him things because he's classified as a comedian a lot. Mm-hmm. But he's a really good actor. No, he was... And in that, he was he brought it. He fucking killed it. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat subsequent movie film. That Off the bat, not going to get it. Shouldn't get it. I... James mm-hmm. Corden, The Prom. That... <laughs> You know what? I didn't think something would be yeah, lower than suddenly, that one. Suddenly, yeah. or that subsequent movie film, <laughs> is, not that bad. Yeah, it's on top right now, which I didn't think would happen. Uh, Damn. Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. That's on top. Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield. No, it's Hamilton. And Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Oh, shit. That's going to win. That's going to win. That should win. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be Sasha I think Hamil- Hamilton's... Hype should be done. I don't think Hamilton's going to win. I think even if it does, I don't think it's right. Hamilton's gotten what it deserves. Yeah. Ham- it's over. It Yeah. It's People done. care about mu- musical theater again on a bigger scale. Like, I remember yeah. being a sophomore in college and s- people raving about Hamilton and people are still going on about Hamilton. Yeah. I'm done with college. Bro. Like, bro, senior in high school, dude. It's over. It's great. Yeah. I love it. But it's great. Go, uh, should go to Palm Springs. I hope yeah. it goes to Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Drama. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Okay. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Back, Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank. Tahir, Tahar Rahim for The Mauritanian. It sounds like... It's going to be Boseman. You, it's going to be Boseman. It sounds like what you wanted, though. Because you, oh, you said this a few weeks ago. For where, sure. You said you at least wanted uh, Riz Ahmed mentioned. I want Riz to get his Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Because if if Chadwick Boseman, so when Chad when when before Ma Rainey's Black Bottom came out, all the people that had seen it were like, "Oh my God, Boseman's gonna get an Oscar now," and I thought it was gonna be one of those situations of like, "Gone too soon," gave a decent performance, and we're gonna give it to him, give him the recognition by giving him the award. Yeah. Watched the movie. It's beyond... His yeah. performance is the best part of the movie. Movie's not bad. He has three monologues that in some actors' careers would be the best monologues of their career. And he kills all three. What a way to go out on. It, it's so heartbreaking in that sense. Because it's like, wow, that was his best performance. That was his... And that's it. That was his magnum opus when yeah. he died. Yeah. Which... Sucks, because <laughs> he had a he lot des- more to give. He deserves the win. Yeah, but Riz Ahmed was so good. Riz Ahmed Riz was, Ahmed was awesome. so good. He really, because when actors get emotional and like really Dude, try to act on those emotions, he, they can overact, oh, and no, I can be like, okay, it. that seems off. He fucking did so well. He killed it. When he was sending, I remember when he was sending his girlfriend off in the car when he was about to go to uh, the community full time. Yeah. He got, he becomes really upset, but it's so real. Yeah, no, he, he killed it. And if, if Chadwick Boseman hadn't legitimately brought it, 
like killed it in that movie, I'd say it was Riz's. But because of all the factors of Bozeman, mm-hmm. he killed it. He gave a career best performance. He was a great actor, and he unfortunately died too soon. It's Bozeman's. Yeah. Give it to Bozeman. It's Bozeman. Uh R.I.P. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. I love Glenn Close. I do, too. I don't I understand why Glenn the fuck Close. that movie's on this list, though. I don't know, but I love Glenn Close. Um, Olivia Coleman for The Father. Jodie Foster for The Mauritanian, which I've never heard Jody of. Jodie Foster's I've never heard of The Mauritanian, by the way. Wow. Uh, Amanda Seyfried for Mank. Yeah. And Helena Zangle for News of the World. That's a little girl. That oh, yeah. Tom Hanks. You wanted her mentioned, too. I am she glad. got mentioned. Uh, it's Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> it is. It has to be. I haven't seen, granted, I haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy, The Father, or The Mauritanian, but it's Amanda Seyfried. It's not. She killed Jody it. Foster. She I feel great. like people put Glenn Close on there because they're like, oh, we love Glenn Close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried is killed it. awesome. Oh, she killed it. She was so good. She, I will say, definitely not the best actress of all time. No. Fucking killed it in yeah. Mank. Um, yeah, it should be her. You don't always got to bring it, but when you bring it, you really bring it. That's Amanda uh, Seyfried. Yeah. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Maria Bakalova, Borat, subsequent movie film. Oh, yeah. She was actually really good in that. No? She, she'll take it. She will take it's it? It's her. She deserves it. She killed it. She did kill it. She was... She was the funniest part of the movie. She was the funniest part of the movie. I'm gonna say she everybody did, else. I'd say she acted better than Tosh Baron Cohen well, in yeah. that movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say everybody else. It should be her. Yeah. Um, Kate Hudson for music, Michelle Pfeiffer for French Exit, mm. Rosamund Pike for I Care a Lot, and Anya Taylor Joy for Emma. It should be Maria Bakalova. Yeah. She should win. She probably will. If she doesn't, it's gonna be Anya Taylor Joy for Emma. Yeah. Even though Borat Two wasn't like. A great movie. Like you and I watched it together. It wasn't fantastic, but I went back and rewatched it. I like it. Did you? Yeah, I didn't like it when we first watched it. I remember being like, it's not great. Went back and rewatched it. I like it. Like I enjoyed it. It wasn't yeah. like blowing my mind though. I like it. Uh I but sh- her in that movie, she was awesome. Yeah. You know why I think I might not have liked it? I'll rewatch it. I went into it thinking about Bor- the first Borat. I'll go into gotcha. it. Gotcha. Not expecting That'll that. That'll do it, yeah. Yeah. I expected okay. that level, but it wasn't. It's very different. It's I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh. Andrew Day, The United States vs. Billie Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland. And Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I don't know. I don't know either. Because... It's between Viola Davis, um, Frances... McDormand and uh, Car- Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. It's but then Andrew, Andrew Day apparently kills it in the United States versus Billie Holiday. And Vanessa Kirby was the best part of Pieces of a Woman. Damn. It's This category is stacked. It's probably going to be Frances McDormand. I think it is too. And if it's not, it's probably going to be Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. But again, I have no idea. Everybody not in this giving category, anybody in this category anything oh, is a shame. Everybody in this category killed it. Yeah, uh, that's a great damn lineup. Yeah, that's I have really no idea, lineup. and all of them deserve it. Holy crap! Uh, best director, damn. motion picture, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, David Fincher for Mank, 
Regina King for One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. That's also stacked. I don't I don't think Fincher should fucking be there. I don't think he should either, but it's <laughs> it's still a stacked category. I don't I don't think Fincher should even be there. But it is a stacked category. I think it's going to go to You don't think Mank No. 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 Not at all. I think it was a good movie. I think it was one of the best movies of the year, but it's not. It's not the best. No. You don't. Mm-mm. Uh, I think it's going to be Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, just because of everything I've heard. I think so, too. To hear as much buzz as we've heard from official everything about it. Yeah. And it not to win. It's going to win. It's definitely going to win. Yeah. And I'm then, excited to see it. <laughs> uh, best motion picture, musical or comedy. The Prom. <laughs> Bottom. Music. Hamilton, hmm. Borat, subsequent movie film. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. And Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. It should be Palm Springs. That right. movie was great. All right, done with that category. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Palm Springs. Uh, best motion picture drama. The Father. Okay. Mank. Yep. Nomadland. Nomadland. Promising Young Woman and The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I think it's going to be Nomadland. Now let's get into the... <sighs> I'd want it to be... Promising young woman. It won't be. I know. I want it to be. Now, now let's get into something. Notice any snubs? Where was the five bloods? Oh, shit. Five bloods got no love. Is there anything else that got snubbed? Uh, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, anybody else from One Night in Miami? That's true. Anything else for One Night in Miami besides Regina King and, and uh, uh, Lee, Leslie Odom Jr.? Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr.? Uh, Meryl Streep. Oh, she was wait. In, she was in the prom and let them all talk. Wait, hold on. Prom got other shit, but Meryl Streep wasn't anywhere. Nothing. James Corden got nominated for the prom. James Corden shouldn't even be anywhere near any award ceremony like yep. this. Uh, the actors of Minari, none of them. Fuck. Yeah, because it's it's they're like, oh, we'll give you something for foreign language film, but we won't actually consider you as actual actors. Uh. Spike Lee didn't get nominated for the Five Bloods, mm-hmm. and the re- and I'm gonna clarify for people uh, the reason I'm saying the Five Bloods and not the Five Bloods is the title is literally the Five Bloods. Yeah. Uh, You're a big fan of Spike Lee too. I am, and also this movie was great. Yeah, I I'm bummed because Delroy Lindo, who is the main character, killed it. Genuinely, I watched it with my dad, and I went, "He's gonna get an Oscar nomination." First first award ceremony comes around. He didn't get shit. He killed it. He was so fucking good. There are like three, not three, because that was, the, I feel like that's the number I'm using too much of. There are like four, maybe five actually scenes where he kills it. And even that, just nominate the screenplay. Like, it was so good. Uh, So yeah, I'm pissed about the Five Bloods. Really, that's all I got for snubs. <laughs> I just really wish that they gave more love to... uh. The Five Bloods. Oh, and the show on HBO, I May Destroy You. I haven't seen that. It's immaculate. It's Damn. a perfect show. Uh, it was amazing to watch. Front to back, it plays like a movie. Yeah, nothing for that. Also, Bridgerton. No love for Bridgerton. Uh, no love for Zendaya. Or Zendaya. Oh, Euphoria. Fuck. No love for Tom Hanks. Didn't Zendaya get... An Emmy? Yeah, she got an award. Yeah, no love for Tom Hanks in News of the World. Damn! Now I'm looking. At, <laughs> now I'm looking at a list. Well, I mean, as much as award ceremony. First of all, award ceremonies don't mean fucking shit. 
uh, yeah, but reality. they're fun. They are fun. It's fun for the masses. When it comes to actually like being an artist, it doesn't mean shit, and yeah, you shouldn't take it personally. Here's what's up. Because no, I know, but here's yeah. here's what's up. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. If I direct a movie, or I'm in a movie, or let's say I'm a musician, or something, I want the end of the at the end of the day when I put something out, I want the recognition. Yeah, you do. But I but like. They don't matter. You still want them. You still want yeah. the Oscar. You still want the the award. You want the Grammy, you know? I feel like in the long haul, though, it really proves how good your film is, how good your art is, when it stands that test of yeah. time. If it becomes like a cult classic or just a classic in general, like The Crow or Fight Club or... I mean, Fight Club. No, I'm, I'm not saying words. you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... They nominate Al Pacino for Hunters. I ain't even seen Hunters. They don't nominate. I watched Hunters. But, like, you don't nominate anything from The Five Bloods. You don't nominate anything from I May Destroy You. You're going to send Al Pacino there. You nominated. Because he's recognizable. You nominated something from the the fucking Midnight Sky, that George Clooney movie that neither of us watched. <laughs> yeah, the one that we're like, we might watch. Come on. Like, like and, and don't hit me with Al Pacino's recognizable. So, Spike Lee. Yeah, it is. Like, come on now. I don't know. I feel I'm happy with most of what they nominated, but some of the snubs that they did, it's sort of like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. What the fuck, guys? But, yeah, I, I feel like it, it got me hyped for Oscar season. <laughs> They're great. A, a lot of the movies are great this year. Yeah. Like, most... Uh, that's the other part. Like, binging all the movies I've been watching... And reading over this list and then reading over the snubs. There were so many good movies this year. Yeah, as much as this last year has been tough as fuck, movies have still it. been coming out. Killing it. Like, has not slowed down. And it's been awesome. Yeah, no, the movie scene has been fucking amazing. But yeah. No matter what you do, you will never stop cinema. <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah, that... That's really it. That's all I got. Uh, that was the Golden Globes. That's the Golden Globe nominees. And it's uh, going to be a shorter episode this time, but... Emergency meeting! <laughs> right now! <laughs> we got up we, in the morning to film this. I mean, I, you got up. I was up. <laughs> I've been up. I never sleep. <laughs> to us, it's been like a couple of days. To you guys, it's been two seconds. Because I'm cutting this right in with the other episode. Yeah. It's emergency meeting. SAG Awards were announced. Like, immediately after we finished filming the beginning of this episode. We finished recording the Golden Globes, and almost immediately, I come upstairs, I go to bed, I wake up. So not immediately, but I wake up the next day, and the SAG Award nominations come out. And I was like, fuck! Because <laughs> we had just recorded. And I was like, well, we really got to get this in. And then we waited. But now, we're going to get it in. <laughs> Uh, because, because I think it's exciting and I like the SAG awards. They're fun. They recognize just a lot of stuff. They're not as big a name in award season just because it's the screen actors guild awarding actors. It's literally actors looking at other actors and go good and just being like, yo, I did good and you did good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but it's still an award season and we talk about movies. So. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to do the same thing we did last time. And I'm going to read off all the nominations. And there are a lot. So. 
Hell yeah. First category. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm going from the bottom to the top. So like the big awards are going to be last. <laughs> um, outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series. So just in TV. I don't get, yeah. I don't get why they say it that way. Uh, the Boys, Cobra Kai, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, and Westworld. First, okay. first thing. I think they should just say stunt ensemble in a drama. None of those are comedies. Yeah. I mean, there's a few tiny comedy bits, but just because there's a comedic bit here and there yeah. doesn't make it a comedy. I have no idea who it's going to go to of these. I've only seen Lovecraft Country and The Mandalorian. I've heard great things about The Boys, oh. Cobra Kai, and I fell off of Westworld, which I recently got back into. But after starting season two over again, I realized I really just need to start the whole series over again because that show is confusing. I don't think that Cobra Kai is going to win that at all as much as I... I don't think it's a really big award, yeah, so I don't yeah, I don't think anybody is like shaking in their boots about who's gonna get yeah. this award. I'm, I mean, I think it's cool that they're acknowledging stunt people though. Okay. Yeah. I I really like the boys, so honestly I hope it goes to the boys, but then again, they've gotten a lot of recognition too, so Yeah. Uh I have no clue, so that's my <laughs> that's my vote. Stunt ensemble in a motion picture. The Five Bloods, Mulan, News of the World. Wonder Woman 1984 mm. and The Trial of the Chicago 7 which the I think stunts? is just yeah I think that's just funny. Uh that's in there. That's actually a nomination. <laughs> I think it's going to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Just because Yeah, none of the other movies had I didn't see Mulan, but of the ones that I've seen, that's the one that had like legitimate stunt work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, get mad about it being animated in CG. There were wire works. There was actual there fight sequences. Works. There, like, there were clearly stunt. There's clearly stunt work in that movie. I know, and I, I know there's wire works because of that one two second scene with Wonder Woman sprinting and she's clearly not touching the ground. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, in that whole thing, I think it would actually probably go to Mulan because I know there's a bunch of fight sequences in that. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I just hope it goes to Mulan because we should not. <laughs> We should not you don't encourage. want. You just don't want it to go to Wonder Woman. We shouldn't encourage that movie at all. Wonder Woman eighty four should just be. And you want to encourage the shitty remake of Mulan that got like a lot of shit thrown at it. I don't and a like lot of, either a lot of, of them. So you'd rather give it to that one though instead of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman was objectively okay. bad. Cancel, cancel, Kyle. Um. For what? Mulan did what? Supporting Mulan. What's bad about Mulan? Give me a minute. I'm gonna pull it up. Is there something? Did something happen with the making Mulan? Give me a minute. I'm pulling it up. God, now I'm reading. Now I'm going to fall down. <laughs> Don't fall down the rabbit hole. Whatever. I just remember there was something about Mulan and people were like, fuck this movie. I but you like that movie. I think I don't like... I haven't seen it. All but right. <laughs> out don't, of the two... Don't see it. Uh, I think... Now that I'm thinking about it, I think there was something about Hong Kong. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. Okay. I don't either. Next up. Outstanding performance by a male actor in television movie or limited series. Bill Camp for The Queen's Gambit. David Diggs for Hamilton, Hugh Grant for The Undoing, Ethan Hawke for The Good Lord Bird, and Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. Once again, no love for Hugh Jackman. Which is a shame. Which sucks so bad. Damn I hate it. Shame. It really pisses me off because that movie was so good and it's getting nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, I think it's going to be Hugh Grant just because I've heard great things about The Undoing and I just... Haven't, haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything on this list <laughs> except for Hamilton, which it won't go to. I think it'll be between the Queen's Gambit and 
Hugh Grant in Probably. that situation. Yeah, it'll be a struggle between the two of those. Uh, next is Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Television Movie or Limited Series. Uh, Kate Blanchett from Miss America. Mm. Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You. Mm. Nicole Kidman for The Undoing. Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. And Carrie Washington for Little Fires Everywhere. I really wanted to go to Michaela Cole. For what? For I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You? She was awesome. That show is awesome. It's just great. I haven't seen I May Destroy It's you. so good. Is it? Yeah. Damn. It's so good. And I'm glad that she got nominated. And I hope she wins. I don't know who it's going to go to. I don't either. I liked Kate Blanchett's character. I think The Queen's Gambit also just has a lot of hype behind it and has it really does so i think that's gonna get a lot of the popularity but in that situation i have no fucking clue who's gonna win yeah no clue no idea uh outstanding performance by a male actor in a comedy series nicholas holt for the great dan levy levi levy i think it's levy yeah dan levy for schitt's creek eugene Mm -hmm. levy for schitt's creek jason sudeikis for ted lasso and rami Youssef for rami I think it's going to be one of the Levies. Dan Levy, probably. Yeah, it's going to be one of them. He was just on SNL. He's got so much buzz around him right now. Yeah. It's probably going to be Dan Levy out of all those. The Great was in... Is it The Great? A com- I knew it was like kind of a yeah. comedy. It's a, it's got, it's a comedy. Okay. I've been meaning to watch it because it's got the one of the Fanning sisters in it. Yeah. Elle Fanning, I believe. Yeah. And I like the Fanning sisters. I do too. Yeah. Uh, outstanding performance by a female in a comedy series. Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Linda Cardellini for Dead to Me, Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, mm-hmm. Annie Murphy for Shit's Creek, and Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek. A lot Annie of, Murphy for Shit's Creek? Yeah. A lot of diversity in this category. They really stretched out to find every comedy show they could uh, with <laughs> two nominations for Dead to Me and two nominations for Shit's Creek and one nomination for The Flight Attendant. Which isn't even good. I've heard good things. I just mm-hmm. haven't watched it. I just don't like Kaylee Cuoco. Have you watched it? I I watched a couple of clips after we talked about it. it Man, yeah, okay, you haven't seen it. Uh, (laughs) Just saying, outstanding performance by an ensemble. Oh, and for that, I think it's going to go to Linda Cardellini just because she's my childhood crush. Uh, (laughs) You know what? I'll I'll jump on that. She's great. Love Linda Cardellini. She's the she's the goat. For you, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Uh, Outstanding (laughs) performance by an ensemble in a comedy series. You've got a nomination for the cast of Dead to Me, Mm -hmm. the cast for The Flight Attendant, the cast for The Great. Shit's Creek and Ted Lasso. It's probably gonna go to Shit's Creek. I think it's gonna go to Shit's Creek. Probably gonna go to Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek probably gonna clean house. I hope in a lot of these categories. I hope so. It's a good show. It is. Yeah. Uh, then you Why have is Ted Lasso in there again. I have no Ted idea. Ted Lasso's in a lot Ted of Ted Lasso's killing it in the nominations. Uh, <laughs> but then you have outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series. Uh, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, mm. Jason Bateman for Ozark, Josh O'Connor for The Crown, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, and Regé Jean Page or Reggie or Reggie. I don't know. It's got the weird accent over the E at the end, and I know that affects it uh, for Bridgerton. Regé. Yeah, Regé. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, I like Bob. O- like I think I said this last time. I like Bob Odenkirk in that situation. I really do. I, I like him. I don't think he's going to go to him. Who do you think it's going to go to? It's going to be either Sterling K. Brown or Jason Bateman. Probably Jason Bateman because of The Crown. Jason Bateman for Ozark? Ozark, sorry, not The Crown. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because Ozark is... Yeah. By your account. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, holy shit. 
what? You'll see. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series. Gillian Anderson for The Crown. Okay. Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Oh, no. Emma Corrin for The Crown. Julia Garner for Ozark. And Laura Linney for Ozark. Those are the nominations. How diverse. I hope it goes to... Oh, my God. I, my brain is short-circuiting today. The fourth to last one. Uh, Julia Garner. Julia Garner, yeah. Gotcha. I think it's going to go to her. She's fantastic. You know, I think it's either her or Olivia Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> what a, diversity. That's, that's hilarious. Not even diverse. They really just took two drama shows and went yes. them. Just whoever. We're uh, actors. We don't have time to watch everything. Yeah. We're just going to take uh, these 10 shows that we like and put them in everything. Next up is Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Drama Series. Better Call Saul, Bridgerton, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, and Ozark. And I think it's going to be The Crown. I'm hearing a lot of the same stuff. It's going to be The Crown. <laughs> I'm just I'd love it. I'd love for it to shows. be Lovecraft Country because Lovecraft Country was fucking awesome. But, you know, it's, probably not gonna it's be. not going to be them. So probably The Crown. And now we're into movies. They might throw some towards Lovecraft's way because they're probably going to be giving a lot to uh, The Crown. I mean, I'd love to... Th- agree with you but so far the only other nomination it have is best performance by a stunt ensemble so probably not i mean i feel like if the crown cleans house there's going to be some sort of frustration well among people it's gonna happen yeah uh <laughs> next we're into movies outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role uh sasha baron cohen for the trial of the chicago seven chadwick boseman for defy bloods daniel kaluuya for judas and the black messiah Jared Leno for The Little Things. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Uh, honestly, I think in this one it's going to be Sasha. Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, and didn't he steal the show you He said? was so good. Yeah. And between the last episode and this episode, didn't you rewatch The Little Things? Yeah. Didn't you, did you have a change nah, of opinion or not? Not really. No? I mean, everybody in it does a great job, but the movie itself isn't great. If Jared Leto wins awards for this movie, I'm going to be pissed. Because he was good. He was creepy. The, he did his job. The he, makeup team did a great yeah, job. Yeah, he him. did his job of playing a creepy, creepy guy. So good job. Yeah. But like, what? <laughs> like, if he wins, I'll be pissed. Uh, if it doesn't go to Sasha Baron Cohen, I want it to go to Chadwick Boseman because he was great. I haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah, but it comes out this weekend, so I'm going to watch that. Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope it goes to Sasha or Chadwick. And then next up... Yeah, that's a hard decision to make. Yeah. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman for The Father. Yu Jung Yoon for Minari. Uh, and Helena Zangle for News of the World. Well, I haven't seen Minari. Me neither. And so I haven't seen The Father. So of the Borat girl. Yeah, I hope yeah. it goes to Borat. Because she was fucking amazing. She played that really She was well. so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next we have outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role. And this category is stacked. Uh, Riz wow. Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank. And Steven Ewan for Minari. It sounds like it's going to go to Chadwick gonna, It's going to be Boseman. Have you yeah. watched it yet? No, I need to, though. Watch Sound of Metal. Is I love Riz Ahmed. Now. It's an hour and a half. Watch it. It's great. It's only an hour and a half? Yeah, it's 95. It's like 93 minutes long. I'll watch it today after I finish editing. 
Yeah, it's really good. Hell yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be Bozeman because yeah, he steals the show. Open he and kills it. There. Uh, <laughs> and then outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. Uh, Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland. And Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I, I, it's going to be Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand, yeah. And if it's not her, it's going to be Carrie Mulligan because they she fucking killed it. You think it's going to be Carrie Mulligan over... Um, yes. Yeah? Yes, for sure. Well, hot damn. Uh, next up is Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture uh, for, you know, just doing good in the movie. Just overall good Yeah, job. just good job. Uh, the <laughs> cast of The Five Bloods, Minari... Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, One Night in Miami, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. And this, I hope, goes to One Night in Miami. Yeah, I was about to say, everybody killed it in One Night They in were Miami. so good. They were all so good. I really hope it goes to them. Because overall, maybe in some other movies, there were maybe some better performances. But overall... That cast just crushed it. They crushed it. It's all level with them. Yeah, they were so great. Loved it. And uh, that's it for the SAG Awards. That's it? That's all of them. It doesn't stop. It never stops. Welcome. I wish, I wish it stopped. Welcome to the third part of this episode. There's been a delay in the episode because it doesn't stop. It we never finished stops. recording Golden Globes. They announced SAG. We finished SAG. I wake up in the morning. They announced Critics' Choice Awards. There's not a lot. Good. Good. <laughs> oh, that's not as many. Alright, whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, thank God. Look, at this point, y'all know the deal. We're just going to go through the nominations, say um, what we think will win, call it a day, and probably, once we're done, some someone else will announce their fucking nominations, and I'll jump off the roof. What are the Oscars supposed to be? March. March? They're not till Woo! March. Thank God. <laughs> There's basically... But I said this the other day, and I stand by it. I think... Everything else should have their announcements on the same day. It should all come out Golden of Golden Globes, SAG, Critics' Choice Awards, Directors Guild, Gotham Awards, whatever the fuck else. <laughs> whatever the fuck else has nominations should announce them on the same day. It's like NFL Draft Day, but for Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> and then, like a month later, do the Oscars. And if people are like, but like... What about the other ones? They're not the Oscars. I could give a fuck. Yeah. Like, this is starting to get annoying. Like, I care. I don't care this much. This is insane. And I hate it. But we're dedicated at this point. Uh, yeah, I can't stop <laughs> at this point. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Jake's also very tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, I've been working two jobs, and it just it sucks. Um, and I came out of my room this morning, and he was just dead-eyed stare at Red Dead 2 in our living room. And I came back from lunch which is around like three-ish, same dead-eyed stare at Red Dead 2. I'm like, ah, you're that vibe. I've, it's my day off, and I don't know when I'm going to get another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but so jumping right into it because I'm so done with these awards. <laughs> We're pumped. Uh, We're done. Best score nominations are The Midnight Sky by Alexander Duplat, Ludwig Gorenson for Tenet, James Newton Howard for News of the World, Emil Emile Mosseri for Minari, 
Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Mank, and Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Baptiste for Soul. It's gonna be Soul. It's gonna be Soul. We I feel like we've covered that. That's been covered. <laughs> um, it's enough. Best, Move on. <laughs> best song. This is speed run. <laughs> Everybody cries from the outpost. Uh, Fight for you from Judas and the Black Messiah. Husevik, my hometown from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. That's the first time I've seen this on any <laughs> list. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> IOC, Scene, The Life Ahead, uh, Speak Now from One Night in Miami, Tigress and Tweed from the United States versus Billie Holiday, which I am excited to watch. You know what? So In this state, after all we've been through and all we've seen, I hope it goes to Eurovision. Just one just one out out the pocket. Yeah. I mean, um I don't really care about best song awards. I, don't I, ne- I never have. I mean, there's a couple where I'm like that yeah, hell yeah. Uh but mostly I don't care, which sounds super arrogant, but I don't at this point. Uh Will Farrell, if you get <laughs> if you get it, it go be, you. It would be pretty fucking awesome if it went to them. Uh <laughs> best foreign language film, another round. Uh, Collective, La Lorna, The Life Ahead, Minari, Damn. and two of us. I was really hoping they'd. Skip I really hope so too, but they Damn fucking it. they did not. Uh, 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 I still hope that it goes to another round. Another It'll round. probably go to Minari. Yeah, I was. I looked in more to another round the other day. It looks so good. It's really good. I mean, Matt Mickelson alone is he's, always good. He's fantastic in that movie. It's so good. Uh, made me want to drink more. Next up, <laughs> it made me. Want, it, oddly enough, it made me want to drink less. <laughs> um, best comedy. Borat's subsequent movie film, The Forty Year Old Version, The King of Staten Island, On the Rocks, Palm Springs, and The Prom. Not the prom. Uh, I think that's between Palm, Palm Springs, Springs and Borat. I know that. I remember because it hadn't been brought up. A forty-year-old version finally got on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie, and it is very smartly written and very funny at moments. Well, maybe it'll uh, it'll get at least runner-up. Uh, hey, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, probably. Honestly, it's probably going to be Palm Springs because King of Staten Island is less of a comedy, more of a drama. Yeah. So I uh, think that. Yeah. Best visual effects are for Greyhound, The Invisible Man, Mank, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, Tenet, and Wonder Woman 1984. And I think it should go to The Invisible Man because they had to roto out an entire person. Yeah. Like. (laughs) The effects in that, there were no, like. There were not a lot of cutaways. No. And then then there was one scene where it shows the guy. Because his suit starts malfunctioning. Yeah, and, and it, it starts glitching And out. it looks dope. Like, that visual effects team deserves it. That They should get it. Yeah, as much as that movie might not be, like, my favorite movie of the year, the visual effects, A+. Yeah. Really great. Uh, best hair and makeup, Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Promising Young Woman, and The United States vs. Billie Holiday. Mank's hair and makeup was really good. See, I'm going to say Ma Rainey's Black Bottom just because Viola Davis was borderline unrecognizable. Really? Yeah. Have you still not watched it? I No. It's an hour and a half. (laughs) I have seen her in it, though. Yeah. yeah, Okay, I got that. And she's real good. Uh, Overall, Mank was just... 
See, I, I don't even think Mank is... I don't think it should be Mank. Because then you got Emma, which is Victorian shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then you got the United States versus Billie Holiday, which is like 1950s Mank, but in color. Best costume design nominations are Emma, or Alexandra Byrne for Emma, Bina Daigler from Mulan, Susie Harmon and Robert, Robert Worley for The Personal History of David Copperfield, Anne Roth for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Nancy Steiner for Promising Young Woman, and Trish Somerville for Mank, and I think that's going to go to Emma. Yeah? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's the Victorian. It's Jane Austen's Emma. Like, yeah. everybody's wearing nice clothes and shit. It's nice. It's also a good movie. It's very funny. Uh, best editing? Alan Baumgarten for The Trial of the Chicago 7. <laughs> Try that again. Baumgarten? I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, Kirk Baxter for Mank. Jennifer Lame for Tenet. Yorgos Lampranos for The Father. Mikkel E.G. Nielsen for Sound of Metal. And Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And honestly, fucking Chicago 7. Yeah. Because nothing else has editing personally that I think is like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. Sound of Metal's sound editing was like fucking, Fantastic. yes, let's go. But it was pretty basic editing. And but, same with Mank, was just heavily inspired from old noir films. Yeah. Like, and I mean, yeah. So Trial of Chicago 7 has my vote. Hell yeah. Uh, best production design, Christina Casali and Charlotte Durkix, Charlotte D, uh, <laughs> for The Personal History of David Copperfield, David Crank and Elizabeth Keenan for News of the World, Nathan Crow, where was that costume design nomination? That should have been nominated. News of the World, fuck. Fuck! <laughs> uh, Nathan Crowley and Kathy Lucas for Tenet. Donald Graham Burt, Jan Pascal for Mank, which I'm getting really sick of seeing. Seeing Mank, yeah. Uh, Cave Quinn and Stella Fox for Emma. Mark Ricker, Karen O'Hara, and Diane Staunton for Ma Rainey's, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's probably going to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Either that or Emma. Yeah. For production design, yeah. But I don't fucking know. Best Cinematography. Christopher Blauvit. Blauvelt? Blueville? Christopher, Christopher B. B. For First Cow. <laughs> Eric Messerschmidt for Mank. Lecklin Milne for Minari. Joshua James Richard for Nomadland. Uh, Newton Thomas Sigel Sigel for da, for da Five Bloods. Hoyt Van Hoytenma for Tenet. And Darius Wal Walski for News of the World. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know either. Because Mank's cinematography was one of the best parts of Mank. But then Minari looks beautiful. Also Nomadland. And Nomadland looks beautiful. Yeah. And The Five Bloods was great. And Tenet had some of the most beautiful shots of the year. Jake's just torn apart. I don't know. He's upset. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> uh, I think it'll probably just because of... If I'm thinking about buzz, popularity, and critics going crazy for this movie, I think it's probably going to go to Nomadland in that case, um, because I know there's a lot of realism and very beautiful sweeping shots yeah. in that. Yeah. It's probably going to so, go yeah, to sure. Nomadland. Next up is Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Paul Greengrass and Luke Davies for News of the World. Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller for The Father. Kemp Powers for One Night in Miami. John Raymond and Kelly Reithart for First Cow. 
Ruben Santiago, Santiago Hudson for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I think it's Ma Rainey because it's based on a play. Emma wasn't in there? Wait, Emma's in everything else, but it's not in there? Yep. Oh. Man, I don't make I don't make the nominations. That's I weird. I just read them. That's really weird. You want to go to, well, yeah, either Ma Rainey's Black Bottom or One Night in Miami, I'd say. Yeah. 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 One Night in Miami was awesome. It was a really good adaptation. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, best Original Screenplay nominations are Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, mm. Jack Fincher for Mank, Eliza Hitman for Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, oh. Darius Martyr and Abraham Martyr for Sound of Metal, and Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7. That's the first time I've seen Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always on an award list so far. Mm-hmm. That was a really good one. That was a really good one. It's not the best in this, though. Yeah. I don't know what's going to win in this. I don't either. I think right I now, seen of, Minari. I was going to say, of what I've seen, it's Trial of the Chicago 7. That's what I was thinking, but too. But that's just because Aaron Sorkin, although not the best at writing natural dialogue, writes really good dialogue that's very entertaining. And so I think he'll win that. I'm done with that. I just haven't seen Minari yet. I'm very excited to see it when I get to see it. Me too. <laughs> um, best Director... The nominations are Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, David Fincher for Mank, Spike Lee for Five Bloods, Regina King for One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I have no fucking idea. I think it probably will go to After Everything, Chloe Zhao. I want it for you to go to Spike Lee for Five Bloods. I'd love it if Spike Lee won an award. Because that'd be awesome. I love when Spike Lee wins. I'd say those are my two picks. My two, I mean, for me, my two picks are probably, it's probably going to be Nomadland. Yeah. Or, uh, or Minari, but of what I've seen, which is literally everything else. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> of what I, of what I've seen, it's either Fincher or Lee. Best acting ensemble. And Manx and just everything. I mean, it's 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 a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a really good movie. I just it wasn't one of my favorites. It would but be. I have been itching to rewatch it, so I guess I liked it. it. Yeah, it was good. I remember really liking it. It would be really funny though if it was in every fucking category and gets no awards. You mean like the Thin Red Line did at the Oscars in 1998? Is that what happened? It got nominated for like seven awards. It didn't win any. Didn't win shit. That's fucking. It got nominated bullshit. for like big awards too. It got nominated for like best cinematography, director, picture, writing, nothing. How did it get not best? How did it not get best cinematography? What else came out that year? Oh, that year was stat. Hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me go down the rabbit. We're hole. We're going down a rabbit hole real quick. The nominees that year were Thin Red Line, Elizabeth, A Civil Action, Shakespeare in Love, and Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private oh, Ryan. Oh, Saving won. Private Ryan. Damn. Uh, ready? Here's what's up. Best Sound nominees were Shakespeare in Love, The Mask of Zorro, Armageddon, The Thin Red Line, and Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan won. Best Original Dramatic Score, the nominees were Pleasantville, Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, Thin Red Line, and Saving Private Ryan. Life is Beautiful won. Best Screenplay Based on Material Previously Produced or Published, so Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm. The nominees were A Simple Plan, Primary Colors, Out of Sight, Gods and Monsters, and The Thin Red Line, Gods and Monsters won. 
Best Director, the nominees were Peter Ware for The Truman Show, Terrence Malick for The Thin Red Line, John Madden for Shakespeare in Love, Roberto Benigni for Life is Beautiful, and Steven Spielberg for Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan won. Best Pictures nominees were Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, Shakespeare in Love, Saving Private Ryan, and The Thin Red Line. Saving Private Ryan won? No, Shakespeare in Love won. Don't worry, it's not a hot take to think that's a bad call. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most like notorious. How the fuck did you win this? Yeah, but uh. Anyway, let's crawl out of this rabbit hole. But, yeah, to get out of this rabbit hole, best acting ensemble mm. nominees are *The Five Bloods*, *Judas and the Black Messiah*, *Ma Rainey's Black Bottom*, *Minari*, *One Night in Miami*, and *The Trial of the Chicago 7. It should be *One Night in Miami*. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably gonna. Uh, Go to, if not that, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. I'd think. But yeah. One Night Miami was, just in the acting department, it murdered was great. it. They, they, it was great. Uh, best Young Actor or Actress, Ryder Allen for Palmer. Ibrahima G. Ibrahima G. I'm not even going to try. For The Life Ahead. Alan Kim for Minari. Talia Ryder for Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Kaolin? Kaolin? No. No, because it's not spelt like Kaolin. <laughs> spelt like Kaolin. Spell it. C A O I L I N N. Kaolin. Sure. <laughs> Koilin. I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, it. it's probably Kaolin, but that ain't how that shit's spelled. <laughs> Uh, Kaylin Springall, Springle for The Midnight Sky and Helena's Angle for News of the World and I hope it's Helena's Angle. Yeah. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, Maria Bakalova for Borat, subsequent movie film, Ellen Burstyn for Pieces of a Woman, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Ya Jung Yoon for Minari and I hope it's Maria Bakalova. Either Maria Bakalova or Amanda Seyfried. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Best Supporting Actor, Chadwick Boseman for The Five Bloods, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Black Messiah, Bill Murray for On the Rocks, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, and Paul Racy for Sound of Metal. It's probably going to be Sasha Baron Cohen. (laughs) Uh, I'd like it to be Paul Racy. That's cool. I'm glad he got nominated. Yeah. Uh, Best Actress nominees are Zendaya for Malcolm and Marie. Oh. It's not going to be her. No. Uh, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Francis McDormand for Nomadland. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Sidney Flanagan for Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Andrew Day for The United States' First Billy Holiday. And Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I don't fucking know. Because it'll probably be Francis McDormand, McDormand. But yeah. I haven't seen that yet. And it should be Sidney Flanagan. Because... She it was like watching the documentary. She was so good. Which one was that? Never really, sometimes always. Oh yeah, yes. That would be really cool if for her breakout role. Yeah. She got an award. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there are some actresses that get it. Uh, they get an Oscar with their first one. Uh, best actor nominees are. Let's go. Tom Hanks for News of the World. Hey, you're getting a little love. That's it. <laughs> he won no I'm kidding he's Tom Hanks uh, Tom Hanks for News of the World Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Delroy Lindo for The Five Bloods Anthony Hopkins for The Father Stephen Ewan for Minari Ben Affleck for The Way Back 
Oh. And Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I'd and, love for it to go to Riz Ahmed. And Gary Oldman from Mank. No. As much as I like that movie, it's probably not going to go to Gary Oldman. I, I'd like Riz Ahmed to win. It's probably going to go to Chadwick Boseman, though. I'd yeah. Think. Yeah, it's probably going to be Chadwick Boseman. I'm glad that Ben Affleck got nominated, though. Really? Yeah, he was good in that movie. Oh. He was actually, like, the best part of that movie. Best picture is stacked. Best picture is this one right here. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm throwing up, but Wh- you'll like which it. Which one are you putting up? I'll just... This one. What are you putting up? What'd you put up? It's Hubie Halloween. Now it's a new one. It's Hubie Halloween, isn't it? Now it's Hubie Halloween. <laughs> uh, best picture nominees are... The Five Bloods, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Minari, News of the World, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I have and no I don't clue. want to guess because at this point I've said it like five fucking times. I haven't seen Minari, and I haven't seen Nomadland, and I've heard that they're great. And of this list, I like Sound of Metal. I also like Sound of Metal. But I don't think it'll win Best Picture, so I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. If I were to make an educated guess, like I do, fucking probably Nomadland. But I'd like to see them throw a curveball at us. I would love that. I love when curveballs come. You think it's going to go to News of the World? (laughs) Dude. You like curveballs. It's Tom Tom Hanks. It, It was good, but... They just yeah. brought Woody to life, stuck him on a carriage, and gave him a little Bo Peep as a little side. I'm gonna stick. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to my guns and say Sound of Metal, but that's just because I haven't seen everything, and of what I've seen, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. That was but a beautiful that's, movie. That's it. That's all they got. That's all the nominations. And hopefully, we won't be back for this episode. No, this is it. This is it. This is it. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed. If you've sat through this far. Have you got nothing else to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So sorry. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Like, uh, share, subscribe. Yeah, hit that alarm bell. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a Twitch channel now. It's from the seller. That's Follow us it. on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, Twitter and Facebook. Follow and like us. Yeah. And until next time, we'll see you when <laughs> award season's fucking over. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>